You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder. Hello, this is Nick Briggs, the voice of the Daleks, and you're listening to Transmissions from Gallifrey, and I urge you to listen, or you will be exterminated! Geronimo! For God's sake, Gallifrey stands! What are the places you're doing in here? Over-decorated. I don't like it. Couldn't I just manage with K-9? K-9 is a mere machine. He's a very sensitive machine. I'm the Doctor. I'm a Time Lord. I'm from the planet Gallifrey, the constellation of Casterbaris. I'm the Doctor. These are my new best friends, Ryan, Graham and Yaz. My name is JC Delatore. And I'm Rita Delatore. And this is episode six of Transmissions from Gallifrey. And with us, as always, is Dr. Scott VA. Say hello, Scott. Hello, everyone. And obviously, this week we are going to be talking about The Demons of Punjab, a new Doctor Who episode that just aired. But before we do that, let's go back to last week's episode, the whatever it's called, Condundrum. Um, you mean the one that uh, was so forgetful that I don't remember yeah, any of it? Yeah, the Tanganyika Tidal Wave uh, conundrum, yes. Uh, so, did any of us re-watch this episode? No. I, I did. Yeah. You did? Okay, so, yeah. um, I did not, because, frankly, I didn't really want to. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, Scott, since you rewatched it, uh, did it change your opinion on the second watch? Uh, mostly not, but I did like one thing, so I'll call that out. Uh, I liked how the doctor said, you know, imagine a solution and then make reality fit that. Uh, you know, I, I liked that idea to problem solving. So so that was good. But unfortunately, watching it again cemented that uh, this was not a conundrum. This was just an ordinary day at the job uh, for Doctor Who and Team TARDIS. Uh, it, you know, it didn't seem like a riddle especially when the computer comes up and tells you everything you need to know about the alien. So uh, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and and quite honestly, the, the, the med tech that had no self-esteem whatsoever, not really a great character. I mean, come on now. Have some yeah. faith in yourself, right? So Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but, you know, I did like that one f- bit of philosophy from the Doctor, so I'll take that and run with it. All right. Okay, cool. Um, maybe at some point Reed and I will watch it again, uh, but at the moment we just weren't really overly excited to rewatch that particular episode. And be honest, we honestly just didn't even have the time. And that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were a little busy this week. But one episode that we definitely will want to watch again is The Demons of Punjab. Finally, oh, absolutely. a Doctor Who episode that felt like Doctor Yep, and for the first time, Jody actually felt like the Doctor to me. Yeah. And not only that, the the writing for this particular episode was uh, very dramatic. Uh, it, it was uh, high, high-brow drama uh, that I felt 
was gut-wrenching and you really felt the uh the emotion between you know the 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 hindu and and the uh muslim uh and who was uh yaz's nan uh and the, i thought it was a very very well written episode um what did you think scott I was blown away. I mean, talk about what a roller coaster ride of a season going from the last week's episode to this one. Yeah. You almost wonder if it's a completely different production team because um, they were firing on all cylinders with this one. Well, uh, it, it was definitely written, but not by Chibnall. It was written by somebody else. Uh, it was an Indian name. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I think it said VJ Patel. Uh, something like that, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry for the to the writer that I didn't uh, catch his name, but uh, uh, he did a fantastic job. Oh, he did fantastic, and, and it, there's so much to love, right? First off, location, fantastic. Uh, the uh, the cinematography, fantastic. The story, you know, it's uh, something that you think that you know uh, what to expect, like another Father's Day kind of thing going on, mm -hmm. um, yep. but it turns out not to be. That's yeah. great. Uh, there's all the typical, uh, you know, don't interfere, but then you, you then you can't help but interfere. Right. Uh, you know, all those things that were really, really well done. And, and I have to say, super high marks for actually picking a point in history that most people probably won't know about. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Rita, Rita, you wanted to say something about that, right? Yeah. I, I honestly didn't know about this uh, moment in history. Uh, or that this happened right after World War II. And I want to look into it more. because it, it sounds interesting. It sounds like it was a time of great upheaval in India and Pakistan. And th the fact that this created such strife between the Hindu and the Muslim religions. And it still goes on today. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's actually kind of amazing how, how it, there's always been that kind of rivalry and it, a lot of it, it was caused by this separation day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we're recording this on the 100th uh, anniversary of the end of World War One, right. and and that created the world that we know today. And and World War Two cemented that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so I thought that timing wise, it was a very good time to, to show this episode. And you know, let's be fair, as Americans, we're not going to know this amount of history as well as other parts of, of world history. And, exactly. and I thought that it was very well um, uh, discussed. You know, there's so much in there, how they yeah. were trying to create an India for uh, Hindus and a Pakistan for Muslims and, and, you know, or, uh, you know, and all that stuff and, and, and all that sort of thing. But with all that going on, they didn't go preachy. They didn't go right. uh, crazy with that. And at the same time, there was depth of character for everyone that came in, and yes. I, and the use of the um, the rope that signified the new border as the marriage tie. Mm -hmm. I mean, how awesome! Oh is man, that? yeah, wow, right? that that was powerful right there. It totally was. It was so well written, and and the guest cast were playing were you know were, were fantastic. So I mean, you, you know, if this even if this was just a documentary, I would have been you know fascinated by it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. If this was like a, a real story about a real couple that was that had had this happening to them right at that particular time, uh, that that's just an amazing story and and a tragic story the way the, the way that it unfortunately ended. And that reminds me that I need to mention that this uh, podcast does talk about spoilers. Spoilers. 
So if you have not seen the episode yet, you probably do not want to continue to listen until you have. Uh, we are very, very specific in the things that we talk about, and so you will be spoiled if you continue to listen to this podcast. All right, so got that out of the way. Uh, Rita, I, I want to give you the floor so that you can talk a little bit about it. Uh, I thought this episode was beautiful. I thought it was powerful, uh, kind of like the Rosa Parks episode. Mm -hmm. it, it had so much uh, meaning behind it. Uh, with the Rosa Parks episode, it was about race. Mm -hmm. And with this episode, it was about religion mm -hmm. and your cultural beliefs. Yep. And how that can affect and essentially destroy your family. Because that's what happened here. Yeah. Uh, the younger brother, and even though it was never really explained why the younger brother... Uh, well, he was just kind of radicalized, I guess. Yeah, but what there usually has to be a catalyst... You know, to become this radicalized, what well, happened well, to this kid? Well, he had mentioned that one of his brothers didn't return, and, he, and then he, you know, made the comment, oh, I wish my other one didn't too, but... Uh, well, I wish the one that had died had returned, and, and the other one had never right. come back. Yeah, yeah, that, um, that's, that's what it was, Rita. It was the war uh, in general, plus the relationship with uh, the United Kingdom uh, is kind of what's going on there, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I thought the use of the aliens was fantastic because here you think they're the threat at the beginning. Mm -hmm. They're here to as assassinate somebody and they're like, okay, so why are they here for this person? Uh, who is it? Why is this so significant? And then mm -hmm. we're then when you later find out that they're not here to kill anybody, they're just here to witness the deaths, the meaningless deaths. And, mm -hmm. and that's what really caught me there. Is that they're not here to just witness any kind of death. Yeah, historic deaths. They're they're here to witness the the people that are lost that nobody really remembers except for you know their family. Yeah, the 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 deaths that f were alone and meaningless because due to war. Well, not meaningless, but yeah. But See, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah senseless. Senseless. Yeah. The 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 uh, well, what, what's what's the term, Scott? Where you know uh, the the collateral damage. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, what I what I thought was it was very similar to testimony, right? Yeah. From the, the very special. Much so. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And and you wonder, uh, you know, with something like testimony already established in Doctor Who canon, why you just didn't kind of revisit that? But uh, you know, I mean, he, Chib Chibnall wanted all new aliens, so I, I get it. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean that there can't be more than one out there. But right. I, what I liked about it was exactly what Rita said was that it 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 really honed in on the fact that, you know, um, uh, all these people are about to die, and that's a matter of historic record what that number is, but nobody knows the individual lives that are going to be on that field, you know what right. I mean? So this was a way of making that personal, uh, and I thought, you know, pretty well done, and and uh, kudos to the doctor for being doctory and and the chemistry yes. set. Yes, thank yeah. you, thank you, Joey, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, writer, for finally allowing the doctor to be the doctor and not and having an alien that she's actually heard of for crying out loud. Yeah. And I also think that because they focused more on Yaz, uh, the story flowed a lot better. Yeah. And this is the way they need to do it. If you need to focus an episode on Graham, if you need to focus an episode on, on Ryan, on Ryan, so be it. Then put the other two in the background, in the background a yeah. little bit, instead of having all three of them in your face because that's i think what happened in the last episode mm -hmm. is that it got so busy it got boring yeah and uh you were talking to me uh, earlier before we came on the podcast about uh something that was bothering you with the doctor do you remember what you were talking about yeah i do yeah. 
with this season, it's already an impact when you're switching the doctor from male to female. That's already a massive change, right? But on top of that, you're massively changing everything else about Doctor Who and the story. Yeah. You're adding in three companions. You're adding in all these new aliens. The, you're, Changing the TARDIS. Uh, the TARDIS. Uh, the writing structure is different. Uh, the way you're filming everything is different. Special effects, uh, the music, everything. Everything about Doctor Who is being drastically changed. And because of that, it's taken us out of that Doctor Who element. Yeah. Which is why I love this episode. This episode started bringing us back to what Doctor Who was before. Mm -hmm. I think that instead of changing everything, he should have focused on one or two changes and tried to keep the rest of the elements uh, the same so and change them gradually. Yeah, to have some familiarity. Because yes. I think uh, by, by having all these sweeping changes, and yes, you know, change is good. Uh, change can be jarring. Change can can revitalize a show, but too and, and much Doctor, change can and, kill and, a show. And, and Doctor Who's a show about change, right? But uh, it, it was a bit too far, I think, for everybody to take right at the beginning. And uh, I I agree with you 100%. I think that's what's really missed with Doctor Who so far this season is it's been really hard to find Doctor Who in all of these changes. Yeah, well, like, for example, even the Rosa Parks episode, that was a very powerful episode. Mm -hmm. But I think that episode would have had much more impact. If everything else about Doctor Who hadn't changed at that point. Yeah, if, if there was more familiar familiarity yeah. with the show. Uh, what do you think about that, Scott? Well, I, I don't think you're wrong at all. In fact, one of the things that I commented on myself was uh, that every time we see the Doctor at the console right now it's always been uh, a real close up to one or two uh, buttons if that it doesn't look like um she's flying it like the, the uh, previous doctors and mm -hmm. that's a lot of it has to do with the redesign of the console it's not her it's not anything deliberately but it's like you know for god's sake give us a uh, a shot of her actually manipulating the control that's not two inches from her hand right uh, and, and then it, it, it finally happens in this episode and you're like oh, like, oh yeah. there we go Okay, but did anybody else think that she was a barista making some espresso? <laughs> well, she but come on, have seriously, a... I, 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 I seriously <laughs> thought she was about to hand somebody, you know, a latte. Yeah. Well, I did have a biscuit. <laughs> I mean, you know, good point. Uh, but but I mean, I think my comment goes to to back up your feeling. Yeah. I I think it validates it because you know it was like oh finally a really good look at the console oh look at that. And yeah. not just some weird, you know, crystal that's going, you know, off to one side. I mean, there was so right. much that your eye is being pulled to. And the way, when they come back toward in the end of the episode and they're in the, the TARDIS, um, it, it felt more uh, normal. It, it uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. So I thought that, I think that kind of goes to that same thing. Um, and I think we are all just kind of dealing with post-regeneration, really. Yeah. And, you know... Because this episode is kind of the first episode that kind of felt like Doctor Who, I should give Jody uh, and and the writer as well uh, tremendous credit for actually uh, taking the role of the Doctor uh, and actually taking charge and and being that you can believe as the Doctor. It was never about Jody. It was always about the way that they were writing her Doctor from the beginning. And this is really the first episode where she felt. Like, like the, doctor. the doctor, like yeah. she was 
the person that's taking charge. She was the one mm -hmm. that that knew who these aliens were. She was the one that was figuring out the problem. She wasn't being led. She was the one leading. And and I felt that that's finally what we've been looking for 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 the first six episodes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I think also what was great was while they did retread some some old uh, ground with about going back in time and changing history and sure. fix points and stuff like that, what I did like was, you know, she said, no meddling. And then it wasn't Yaz who screwed up. It was, <laughs> right. it, it was the doctor who couldn't yeah. help herself. And, yes. and and I thought that that was a cool take on it because if, if she had just said now, Yaz, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and Yaz you know, blindly goes and, and you know, it affects pulls the grandfather pockets. Yeah. Like, yeah, pulls, pulls a rose. rose. Exactly. That would that would have been really annoying and, and stuff like this. It's um it's interesting to see how it happens because, you know, the doctor says we can't have a future without Yaz in it. Yes. Uh, we've, you know, and, and stuff like that. And what was also interesting was uh, at, towards the end there, she says, get out of here or you're going to die. She actually does, she actually tries to, um, uh, change history, maybe not you know dramatically, but I mean she does say the words. If the guy had heeded it, you know who knows what would have happened. Um, right. You know, so but you know things go as they they should, mm -hmm. uh, which is you know and all that stuff. So anyway, it was it was a, a interesting character moment for the Doctor, and I think it all kind of worked out. And uh, uh, you know, and and uh, you know, I don't know how many more episodes we're gonna have where the Doctor's included with the women, and then. Um, you know, she's going to say something about regeneration and, and a past mm -hmm. body. You know, right. you know hopefully and, next and, season. And they, and they lost a perfect moment for that, too, because yeah. he, he, she totally could because Hindus believe in, in uh, reincarnation. reincarnation. Yeah, yeah I know. They weren't Hindu, though. The women were Muslim. Oh, that's right. The women were Muslim. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, but good point, though, uh, Jason, though. I mean, but I, I'm just kind of, you know, it was funny there. What would have been better was if, uh, she had gone off to go with the men, and then went, "Oh, that's right," you know, you know, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It would have been more of a, of a than just to, than to blindly bring it up when it's completely inappropriate. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm hoping that maybe next year we won't have that. But you know, you know, early days. This is episode yep. six. Yep, exactly. So one of the other interesting things that I that I found for this episode was the musical choices that they that they had. There was a lot of. Uh, you know, there was a lot of Indian music. Uh, right, even the the closing theme for the episode was Doctor the Doctor Who theme, but in like Indian style. Yes, excellent, right? I loved it. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh wow. And, and it was it was just a, a very unique soundscape that the that the uh, composer had put together. Um, you know, the the musical scores haven't really stood out for me with Doctor Who. Uh, but in this particular episode, it's it's definitely uh, it it was right there with like Murray Gold episode, uh, uh, you know, level of you know impacting the episode. Uh, what did you think? Oh yeah, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. You know, you know, take my money. Uh, yeah. It was really well done. And in the end credits, you're like, oh my god, it said Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, that's... And and that makes me think, are they going to be experimenting with some other sounds as well throughout the season? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, but you're right. I mean, up to this point, there's just been a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, a little bit of a of a of a, uh, a groundswell there. Uh, but this was a uh, a true soundtrack all the way through, and and it was not only was it appropriate and helped sell this the setting, but mm -hmm. it was so well done. I mean, like I said, 
wow. I mean, you know, it almost feels like, okay, so there's these two episodes this season, uh, this one and Rosa, where they really spent a lot of time and effort. And mm-hmm. you're, and you're like, like, okay, so do they have a, a limited budget? And this is what, you know, so we're yeah. going to get a clip show next, right? Or something. <laughs> you know? right. Another show with spiders, right? Right. Oh, oh please no. <laughs> next one, I'll have killer clowns. Oh, thank you for that. That's awesome. That's just great. All right, so Rita, one of the things we also talked about offline, obviously we talk about Doctor Who all the time, folks. We just don't record it all the time. But um, one of the things we had discussed was, is the TARDIS too crowded? Do we have too many companions? Because like today's episode uh, where it obviously focused on Yaz and the other two kind of took the back you know the background uh if that keeps happening over and over again and you had said that that's a good thing but i i don't know i mean to me it seems like maybe there's just too many people in the tardis right now well no i i do agree with you that there's too many people in the tardis uh i think that the way they did this episode where they focused on one while the other two was in the background if you're gonna have three this is the way you need to do it yeah because with like last week's episode, not they were all getting about the same amount of screen time yeah. and dialogues, and it was just getting way too busy, and right. it was hard to uh, to keep up with that episode. Right. And you would tune out, and that's why it was boring. Yeah, and Scott, what do you think? Is there too many people in the TARDIS? It might be. Uh, I you know, and it's funny because I I think this episode maybe helped me understand that a little bit better too. Because the one note I have for Graham is that he didn't get to do much, but he had this really great conversation with Yaz. Yeah. Where he talks about how, you know, we live our lives from the inside. You kind mm-hmm. of get distracted and in, in about knowing your own personal history and all that stuff. I mean, that, that was a great thing. And then he says, you know, look what we get to do with the doctor. Yeah. I think because he, you know, he said that he wanted to come because he didn't want to stay at home with literally the ghost of his wife. Right. Right. But I think he's really enjoying and internalizing and appreciating what he's experiencing. And then I think Yaz is kind of doing the same thing. Clearly, she had a personal request this week. But, you know, she's taking advantage of it. If there's any one of the three that really seems to be kind of dead weight, it's Ryan. Yeah, Uh, Ryan. He he just stands there, and he's not – I mean, he's supportive when he needs to be. He's a good friend. Uh, you know, and all that stuff, but I don't. But there's really... no point to him. Yeah. No. No. Other it... than to, other than to talk about how he wishes his family were, were better or something. But I mean, he's literally could be cut out completely. Whereas yeah. the other two, or at least, are doing something. And like I said, Graham, you know, the way he talked about this episode, uh, I could you know see him actually being an active participant. You know yeah, what I mean? And I mean, one of one of the great moments of Graham that that I absolutely loved was when he was with. Uh, uh the the groom um and he had that poignant discussion with the groom about uh you know the the way that that life is and and the the whole uh the and then gave him the hug at the end you know i mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, that was just a uh one of those uh, heart-wrenching uh beautiful moments in doctor who that was it just made such such a an impact and then ryan's just kind of standing back there like yeah okay yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because Graham gets to be the older male, and yeah. and and to have the, his experiences and kind of be everybody's dad, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's kind of like what Graham's role seems to be. And and it, so, yeah, it, it seemed a lot more poignant uh, and stuff like that. I mean, can they write a great episode for Ryan? Absolutely. Hopefully yeah. they'll do it this hopefully year. Hopefully they will, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they will. But, I mean, it just, I mean, of the of the three of them, I, I you know, I don't know. Um, I, and it's funny because when you said earlier on, oh, it's a grandfather type, he's recovering from cancer, oh, he's going to be the lead weight. He's going to be this extra thing that's going to be right. not used, and yet he's not. He's, you know... He's it's the talking, opposite, yeah. Yeah, he's enjoying all the adventures, even if there is some, you know, danger along the way. Uh, and and the adventures that we haven't seen, that they keep referencing, uh, you know, hopefully Big Finish will flush out. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I'm surprised by him, which is put it that way. Yeah, Rita. So, did at any point anybody, you know, thought, why didn't uh, Yaz's uh, nan you know, recognize her later, like, oh, guess what? You were part of my history. Well, it was, like, what, 60 years ago? <laughs> True. <laughs> it's, a, it's been a long time. I figured maybe all the faces just kind of blurred together, and she probably just didn't even remember right. most of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, good point, Rita. I, I, well, you know, she says, um, I got this present, but I don't even remember why. Uh, and, you know, it was the flower, you know, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there could be, there could be part of that. Or who knows? Maybe she does remember, and that's why she gave her the watch. I mean, you know, it's it's one one of those things where you, you never know how they'll play that out. Because I was expecting, you know, it's almost like is, does she when she says, "Do you want to know more about the watch?" and and, she's, and, and yeah, says no. I like looking in her eyes. Like, is there a, a hint of recognition? They kind of yeah. play a little bit in the middle, you well, know. Well, th well, think about it. Her nan called her, you know, my favorite grandchild. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she knows. And yeah, she yeah. just wasn't letting on to it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I liked her mom going, Mom, I told you about that. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, th there wasn't really anything in this episode that I hated. Uh, well, I hate I hated that the, the guy had to die. That was really sad. But uh, Yeah, but... But, I mean, you, it was part of history, and it was the... Uh, I, I can't, I can't, I can imagine for the doctor, it was such a tough decision for her to, to walk away and let it happen. Mm -hmm. Well, if you think about it, that's what they had to do in the Father's Day episode, or that's what they were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Except, of course, Rose, unfortunately, screwed, uh, up, yeah. uh, screwed the pooch. But in, <laughs> in this episode, you know, the doctor had learned, and thankfully she had companions that also understood that they couldn't change the history and they didn't yep. try to attempt to do that. They just let it play out the way it was. Um, wh when he was facing his brother and the other horsemen and he's talking to them and he's like, you know, the guy on the horse, it's like, I fought with you. Yeah, I fought with you. We teamed up together and now you're pointing a gun at me? Yeah, and then, uh, you know, he's looking at his brother. He's like, what happened to my brother? Where is my brother? You know, <laughs> I mean, it was such good, powerful writing that, you know, you felt his pain and the actor did such an amazing job with with the uh just his facial expressions and the pain in his eyes of you know where he's looking at his brother just and, uh, and, and becoming a, a douchebag <laughs> well it's not just that when you yeah. look at the younger brother even that actor yeah uh did very well you can see uh the hatred in his eyes yeah the hatred in his eyes and the betrayal in in the groom's eyes yes where he was just oh my gosh i yeah. It was heart wrenching yeah. to watch, and then when the when the two aliens popped up, because it's time for us to witness this now, yep. 
And it, it, it was them telling the doctor and her three companions, it's, it's time, time to for go. you to go. Yeah, it's time to go. We'll be here for him. We're going to witness his death. Yeah, you don't you, need, you need to, to walk this. away. You need to walk. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, it was it was rough, man. <laughs> that was that whole scene was rough, but I mean, it was beautifully written and beautifully acted by everybody involved. I was actually getting teary eyed a little bit at yeah, the a end. A little bit, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, so I guess we're gonna need to rate this episode because that's what we do. Um, so Scott, you can go first this week. Uh, what do you want to rate it? Well, then, I, then for me, it's another it's another ten. I mean, you know, it's a nine point five. Yeah. Whatever, whatever Rosa was that I gave that, that's what I'm giving this because. It, it's on the same par for that for me. It, yeah. I, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, um, I'm the same for me. I have to give it a 10. I, I loved it from beginning to end. Unlike last week's episode where I just kept tuning out, uh, this episode had me engaged from beginning to end. Yeah. This was excellent, excellent drama. Something that Doctor Who doesn't do very often. Um, it was different from Rosa in that Rosa was just such a a powerful message in this particular episode i just thought the human factor of it was just so impactful uh the pain that that the couple's going through of having to uh you know fighting with uh, with tradition and and everything that they have to go only through. to, to lose each to, other to be in love you know uh and not having a care in the world about all the things that are trying to tear them apart even politics all that they just wanted to be together that's all they ever wanted and with all of that, to have it kind of end so tragically, man, that that's that's great, great writing right there. And yeah, it's an absolute ten <laughs> yeah, for 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 crying out loud. It's an absolute ten. Thank you, thank you, uh, for VJ Patel. I believe it's VJ. Yeah. It was either Vinay or VJ. I, uh, yeah, I, we, we will definitely get the writer's name for next week's episode and. And make sure that he, we give him. But you the wrote an credit. amazing, yeah. amazing, and beautiful episode. Well done, well done. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to tell you about some of the other things that we have going on for Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment. There's going to be a number of fantastic new things coming to the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network, including some awesome fiction podcasts, amazing animated series, web series, feature films. But to do all of this, we really need your support. So if you can take a few moments, pop on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TFA Entertainment and take a look at what we're offering. You're going to have access to a ton of cool perks for being our Patreon, such as exclusive episodes, meet and greets and ask me anything sessions, also known as AMAs, with the creators of the shows, interviews with the actors and writers for our various programs, and so much more. Every Patreon we get helps us get closer to continuing the programs we have while debuting even more exciting works of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. In addition, please help spread the word about this awesome program. If you have a listening party with three or more folks, let us know and we'll send you a greeting from the creators just for you and your friends or family. Keep up to date with the latest goings-on via our Facebook groups, Transmissions from Atlantis, The Transmission is Received, and our website at transmissionsfromatlantis.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at TFA Entertain. Doctor Who fans, join our Facebook group for the latest Doctor Who news and our latest episode releases, and follow us on Twitter at TF Gallifrey. Got a question or comment? Interact with us at hosts at transmissionsfromatlantis.com. Finally, in whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast, be sure to rate our program. If you love the show, five stars. If you hate it, 
Five very sarcastic stars. All right, and so next week, it looks like we're going to have another Spacey episode. Uh, it looks like uh, they're going to the Amazon in space or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think uh, of of the preview, Scott? Eh, uh, you know, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you had this great episode, and now we're going to have Amazon in space. Okay. I'm like, Yay. yeah. They, they clearly spent their budget, which is put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. But, uh, you know, there's hope now because at least the doctor is being the doctor now. So oh, absolutely. Uh, that, that, that in itself is an improvement. Have you noticed a trend, though? The futuristic episodes are kind of eh. Yeah. While the historical ones have been great. Have been fantastic. Yeah. Very yeah, yeah, very, very true. true. Yeah. So hopefully this one will surprise us and. It'd be a really good episode, but uh, oh no, man! Amazon <laughs> space. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, folks, that's gonna do it for this episode of Transmissions from Gallifrey. We want to thank you guys for joining us, Scott. Uh, thank you as always for joining us. Oh, I'm and, honored. Yep. And until next time. Allons-y. Allons-y. Goodbye, everybody. Allons-y. I should say allons-y, Allons-y. Look sharp, Rose Tyler. Allons-y. And there. It would be really brilliant if I met someone called Alonzo, because then I could say Alonzo, Alonzo, every time. broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder.